0: Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it.
1: Got an hour. I have to go to the theater. Mm. Why would you have to do that? I have to go to the theater again. Again? Yeah. It's a a video game podcast, Andrew. Yeah, it doesn't mean I am not allowed to enjoy other things like high arts, like the theater. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even know the meaning of the word. Right. Don't ask me either, but it's probably something about live performance. It's very exciting. And I've been going a lot recently. This is actually my second time seeing this play, but it's really important. I see it. So I got only have like an hour and a bit. You're, why would you see a play for the second time? Because I have to replay it. I have oh. to replay it. What? Okay.
0: I'm just going to slow things down for a brief second here.
1: What? It's been a breakneck speed so far. Well, I, I,
0: I'm going to break your neck. If you interrupt me one more time, how about that? And it's going to happen fast. Yeah, that's fair what made you think you need to see and i'm just gonna let's start from this what made you think you needed to see a play twice and i and i pray it, this is not the answer i expect it to be
1: well, this week's episode was okay about-
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> what? no what? no 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 sorry you're you're right i don't want you to break my neck for interrupting you right after i threatened Please, to do the same to you don't. so why don't you explain to me this week's
1: theme mm-hmm. uh, is- jesus christ i can't even oh my god mikey i don't want to get my neck snapping hands out okay Sit on those hands. These are the ones. Uh, the, those mime
0: hands that you're turning. Listener, on I'm showing him my hands. Okay, they're not listening yet. We haven't started the podcast. Oh, that's
1: a good. Point. But why don't you explain? Just do it. Just do it. I'm ready. So I'm ready. this episode, this week's episode is replayable games, and so I started reading when you sent over. Hey, hey, this is the topic for the week. Yeah, I got to replay, and I said I got to see this play again. So when when you see live art, yes, thank again, you. thank you for respecting me. No, player.
0: of course I do have a respect for yeah. the theater. Yeah when you see it twice mm-hmm. it's a replay you know one thing andrew that i would not like to do twice unlike the rest of our the games on our list coming up what's that revisit this conversation another time this week on the retrograde podcast we're going to take a look at the top replayable games of all time i thought i'd go with
1: play cool, but replays okay Welcome to the Retrograde video game podcast, where this week we talk about the most replayable video games of all time. Oh, my name is Andrew Bassman. with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Mikey Aaronworth Aaronworth. You know what? It's pretty good. It's 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 simple. Just because it's obvious doesn't mean it's bad. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if I would go
0: so far as to call it obvious. Oh, no. I think it takes a very uh, sharp mind to think
1: of something so obvious that no one else saw it right in front of them. I'm glad you brought this up because mm. uh, this happens in Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Where there's like Tommy Two Times or something like that. I thought you were going to say, I'm glad you brought this up <laughs> because I've been meaning to talk about how you're not <laughs> as sharp as you think you are. <laughs> Tell me you, about you patting yourself on the back is getting incredibly tiring. Uh, over the most For one you day me, of mediocrity.
0: My right arm is exhausted. Oh, I got tennis elbow over here.
1: Yeah. Uh, in Goodfellas, there's a guy like Tommy Two Times or something uh-huh. like that. And it's like, because he says everything twice. And you're like, oh, that's fine. Because he's meeting 40 people. So like, they all have a quirk. Right. Because everyone's got something. right? Uh, so they're memorable. And I keep thinking about how annoying it'd be to know that guy in real life. Tommy Two Times? Y- yeah, or whatever the hell this guy's name is. Oof. But it would just be like, be like, uh, you go down and see the doctor. The doctor? And you're like, <laughs> Are you, is he okay? See, does, does someone check on him? But that's the thing. Have you ever... M- th-
0: a great movie. Thank good you. fellas. Yes. Pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a decent movie. Okay. Oh well. But have you that's comic booky. And Scorsese does these things sometimes. I'm finding and rewatching some of his movies that are pure fiction and mm-hmm. just comic book. What is a fictional movie?
1: What kind of half actually mm-hmm. it's not Ooh, Hey, Hill's Andrew. Real, I, think, I think he's a real guy. Hey, hey, God, yeah. He's, he loves
0: propane. He's got a Sunny Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Um no, I I I like I've never met anyone in my life who says things twice like right. that. So, did he just was that like first draft of his
1: script? And he's like, I'll punch that up later, and he just didn't. I you're really I think the character building in that movie is part of the part of the fun. It colors the edges. No, it you is. Know? It is. But that's not a real thing. Not to us. Not not to to, we're not Italian. Not to anyone, Andrew. But
0: we're not Italian. But we're not Italian. You know what when you put it that way? I don't understand the cultures, like the Italians. The Italians are uh, the most cryptic and mystic of all cultures. Oh, very much so, yes. I understand all other cultures. I wish
1: they'd get more representation in movies. (laughs) Hey, hey! Whoa! I'm watching you. You're watching me. I'm watching <laughs> these movies with the Italians,
0: <laughs> uh, Andrew. I've been watching uh, uh, less than I have lately because I've been playing a lot lately. Whoa! And uh, there's a lot of new games in the news in the media. We had to get you know. We, I feel like we've said this a couple times in the past, but we've had these little stretches where we've recorded a few episodes to get yes, ahead. Yes. It's been a busy summer for us. Uh, I had a, a busy couple weeks, so we got two weeks ahead. And in the meantime, there have been a couple big releases uh, that we haven't talked about yet. Armored core being one of them mm. uh, armored Core six fires of rubicon and uh, <laughs> uh, uh baldur's what
1: i don't know when your name is armored core six you're like man we really need something after that yeah otherwise people will be like what is this game it's there's what too many this? well final fantasy does final fantasy
0: always have a subtitle i don't think so because i know my head, final fantasy eight final fantasy there's nine ten now you're just not naming numbers. now i'm naming numbers yeah 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 uh, Mikey names numbers <laughs> is our new podcast that we got going on. Uh, uh no, uh, armor core six having uh, a lot of these new games. They're just too many came out too quickly that I'm just not going to have time to play them. Yeah. Um, but one that I do want to touch a little bit on and, uh, and then I have a question for, for for, yeah. for, for, a game that I know you like that. I want to get to in a little you're, bit.
1: You're Mikey numbers, Aaron worth. If you were a good fellow's character, he's like, nice to meet you. And you're like, Whoa, this guy's such character moving on. What would your nickname be? What would your good fellow's nickname be? Uh, Slovenly Andrew. <laughs> you start every sentence with a sigh. Just, I'm always wiping uh, mustard uh. off my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice to meet you with my sleeve. Oh, nice to meet you, covered in mustard. <laughs> what is with it's, this guy? He he
0: loves mustard. <laughs> he loves it. Uh, 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 so so the game that I want to talk yeah. about briefly is Starfield. Oh yeah, Starfield okay. came out. Obviously, it's making a uh, uh, a, a ton of
1: uh, waves. Uh, gravitational waves. I there think, you go. The very
0: Starfield. good. Starfield. Uh, are you, are you thinking about picking this
1: one up? I am. You it was in my most anticipated games of the year. And uh, I think last year, actually. Yes. <laughs> Maybe two years ago. Um, yeah. It got delayed quite a bit. It did. Uh, quite it a did. few times. I, I've been excited for this for a very long time. And, and it, what I hear is intriguing. I will say, I think I, t- I retweeted something like this, but Starfield has fallen into the thing that I really don't like when they release a game that is clearly not f- finished. And they're like, Oh, guess what? All this stuff that you want to be finished is coming out with the patch and you know like, what great it's, awesome so i think that that's
0: something that has been happening lately yes uh, uh uh with like realistically for a lot of games cyberpunk being like the number one example sure.
1: yeah yeah because because they came out project red came out and said okay it's, it's not ready it's already here it is <laughs> give us
0: another few months <laughs> apologize. the thing about starfield though is what i'm seeing i'm starting to wonder whether People are getting a little nitpicky mm. and wanting to cause a stir because I haven't had any issues with Starfield in terms oh. of like glitches and all that stuff. I also haven't heard much from people who are playing it that they're experiencing the same thing. Okay, occasionally you'll get some frame stutter. Occasionally you'll get like uh, uh, an NPC floating around or something like that. Mm. No, but, okay. but in in a game like Oblivion or Skyrim or any of these large open world games that came before it. I really don't think there were they were absent of that either. So I wonder now with all new major releases, if some people, especially who are fans of one console over another, if they don't start trying to sewer the game to be like, look, this game sucks. Like if you didn't like the Switch, you were doing it for Pokemon. Although Pokemon did look like it was an absolute mess. Yeah, yeah, If you yeah, didn't, yeah. It, uh, uh, Cyberpunk was just this one being like, look, games can be released unfinished, that sort of thing. I don't know that Starfield suffers from as many issues as, as Cyberpunk does. I've had zero crashes. I've had zero poor experiences with like those those kinds of interactions
1: and stuff. Um, um, so I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. All only reason I'm saying this is because Bethesda has already confirmed post-launch plans for Starfield, including city maps, DLSS support, FOV sliders, brightness and HDR calibration, eat button when looking at food, official mod support confirmed early 2024. Sorry, what was that last one? Eat button when looking at food. Eat. Eat button.
0: Eat button. Eat button. So, they, so they're going to ship you a new button for your controller? You got
1: to plug it in? Oh. a dedicated button, just like a big, like staples red, make it easy button. is. <laughs> yes. which, which time to eat, which, which only shows up, <laughs> which only
0: shows up when there's food on the screen. I like that time it would to be eat like button. a nuclear code like,
1: <laughs> and it opens up like, ooh, time to eat, smack, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, years of smart improvements confirmed. I just like, it just, they, they really, I don't know that if you're already confirming all that and the game has just come out, yeah. you're like, guess what? Yes. We've got all this. That means you went, ah, should we do it for the launch? hundred uh, percent. We can't do it for the I launch. I think that there is this weird
0: perpetually unreleased games. And, and if you're not a major studio, I think you get much more of a pass like games that have existed in pre-release uh uh dave the diver for example was out everyone was playing it prior to like its official release and they're just like hey guys it's it's not finished yet and you're just going to play it as it is and then we're going to add a whole bunch of new things later on um but that's more like indie developers that get that pass now you have these major publishers uh who are kind of doing the same thing and kind of i wouldn't say going under the radar because it's a major news story every time it happens but i do wonder if they just know that that this is this is this the state of new releases it's like if you want to hit the september 9th release date that starfield had or whatever it was uh you're you're gonna get it but it's gonna be slightly broken or or slightly unfinished i don't know I i don't
1: know what has to change like i guess it has to change where we stop buying video games or something like that and clearly that's not going anywhere. No. Like we're buying everyone. You buying. bought
0: Madden this year.
1: Don't, okay. We all make mistakes, man. Like, I don't know why I got to rub my fucking face like a dog I, in
0: urine. The one thing I like about this mistake that you've made is you saw it coming three months away and like a, like a freight train, you just couldn't stop it in time. You're like, I'm going to make this mistake, Mikey. Watch
1: me. There is a very apropos comparison of like, Like, you know, like dating uh, a partner that is not good for you. Uh Where you're like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to do that. Why? I know myself. (laughs) It's a terrible idea. I can't stop myself because there's something I like. In this case, it would be Josh Allen playing Madden. In the other case, it would probably be sex. Right. So like, Mm. in the best case scenario, a little bit of both, sex with Josh Allen. So, you know, and that would be fantastic. I would say both experiences, wildly disappointing. (laughs) For whoever plays them with me. (laughs) For me, yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I I agree with you. It's, It's not going anywhere. Video game sales have never been higher. Yeah. I just wonder like it's, it's like too big to fail kind of thing. Like the, these things are becoming so big, they're kind of collapsing in it, on each other. It could be, I mean, in Starfield, like examples like the FOV slider
0: and adding new functionality and stuff like that is like, that's that's a better version to me than flat out glitchiness. Yeah, yeah, um, unplayable. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think every new release is gonna have something
1: like that, especially a game as big as Starfield. I know. But so far I've been pretty impressed well, with I, it. I'm glad to hear that. And let's t- I wanna talk more about it because I, I'm very curious about it. But it's just like, before I, before I anyone listen, go like, man, you're so annoying, just let us enjoy these games. Absolutely, enjoy these games, no worries. I'm just saying is like, the only way it's going to change is if we stop accepting it. That's true. We're not going to do that. That's so true. I just got to shut the hell up. It's you know like, what I mean? It's
0: like, uh, 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 to bring sports back into it. It's like, sure. uh, 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 corporate sponsors on jerseys. And they're like, this sucks. I hate it. But you're going to keep watching and you do. A hundred
1: percent. They're going to start looking like football jerseys. Every, uh, every league Europe. has it. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? exactly. Every league has it now. I, you know, and the only other thing I'd say too is that, but it does set a very bad precedent because these games take so long and it requires so much money and man hours that. Or woman hours. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Especially woman hours. Especially woman hours. Good couple of woman hours. Well, much better than man hours.
0: It's about, what, 70% of a man hour? Yeah, it's about like 7, 0.7 to 1. Point, yeah, yeah. Something like, something like that. It like yeah, depends yeah. on the conversion Yeah, rate, yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. you are in
1: the world. Um, but is that they're getting so big that a failure, a colossal failure of one of these games could end a company. No, it, very true. And so yes. it's no longer like we're releasing 30 games this year. It's yep. like, no, we're releasing two in three years. Yes. And if one of them fails, we're firing thousands of people. And yeah. Like, yeah, there, there is such a bubble in the games
0: industry right yes. now. Like when they talk about the development cycle of a video game being like eight to 10 years, Ugh. like how, how do you know when you have a company going A, that eight to 10 years from now, your game is going to land and is going to be good and yes. is not going to be relevant. Eclipsed by, relevant, exactly. And B, that your company's still going
1: to fucking be around by then. Totally. <laughs> and like in 10 years, what console, are you using yes like I don't yeah are you know, now
0: developing for the playstation 7 oh get out
1: of here <laughs> get right out
0: of 10. yeah get out
1: of here microsoft buys ea in the process in the next 10 years and then you're like oh wait yes first game's not allowed to be made oh yep. my god you know it's just yeah so i that's the only thing but okay so actually playing starfield yes get all that out of the way are you doing it i so i'm uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> stocks start diving left and right mikey here's the
0: thing This is a game that I recognize as being a fantastic game. Uh Oblivion was one of my favorite games ever. I know everyone is like Skyrim was the peak. Oblivion was the game that really consumed me. I felt like I was living in this world. I wanted to be, I wanted, I wanted to walk into every house talk to every person which by the way is is a a a psychopathic thing to do in in any society game or otherwise i'm going to walk into every cabin in the woods steal all the plates and then pickpocket the person in there (laughs) and then walk and talk to them they're like there's a gremlin outside and i'm like kill the gremlin (laughs) you got bigger issues my man (laughs) (laughs) there's a gremlin inside baby you just stole Uh, all your plates you
1: wink at his wife and you're like the fuck (laughs) jesus
0: um but but and and it got me realizing that like if if you like like a lot of people are calling the Skyrim in space. Oh, okay. So never mind Oblivion, let's use Skyrim because that's the more common parlance. If you want Skyrim in space, you got Skyrim in space. And a, to, for a lot of people, that's all they want. Mm-hmm. And 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 if if that's the case, it's great. It 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 achieves your wildest dreams. I kind of realized that in playing Skyrim, I scratched my Skyrim itch. So reskinning it into space doesn't make me doesn't make it a game that I want to play more. All of the Skyrim I ever wanted to play, yeah. I played in Skyrim. Yeah. And I don't know that there's another game or or type of game out there where one did it so well at the perfect time and it just ruined it for all other games because everything else was trying to be and just couldn't compete with my childlike whimsy at the time that it came out, the scope of the game relative yeah. to everything that came, came, came apart from it, and the scope of the game relative to uh what how big games ended up coming like starfield is a much bigger game than skyrim or oblivion and it's gotten to the point where it's too big for me Mm -hmm. so perfect time perfect size perfect setting in that fantasy setting and i'm playing starfield just like this feels very familiar and it's not necessarily familiar in a good way for me which is a little bit unfortunate
1: yeah okay that makes sense yeah that's oh that's too bad you know what i mean because this game was anticipated for a lot of people but like you know, you, everyone knows at home. If you listen week after week, thank you. But is that, Mikey, you know, big games. This is a big game. This it is, is a one of massive the massive games. One of the biggest games. It's tough because I I sit down
0: and I turn it on and I just can't help but think to myself, like, if I have, if I have 45 minutes to play it, it may be dialogue that I'm experiencing for those 45 minutes instead of just kind of like escaping a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And for some people, that's great. And it's just not always quite what I'm looking for. Has Traversal been fun? Um... Even. it's tough because there's something different in Oblivion or Skyrim of like traversing a mystical forest. Sure. And there's animals running around and there's trees and every little bit of, of uh, every plant and tree looks yeah. new and, and whimsical. In this you land on a planet and it's pretty much barren until you get to the point on the planet that you want to go to or yeah, the, the okay. rough area. So what we talked about a few weeks ago when, when we talked about could a, could a is it possible that a game can be too big? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, but as you expand the size of the game, you need to account for the expansion and insert things inside of it to make it still entertaining. Yes. You don't want it to have bloat. I feel like Starfield has some bloat. I don't want to spend as much time traversing from like my spaceship to the, the, the mission that I'm going to when it's just like a three minute sprint to an outpost on a rocky planet. Not, not that fun. No, you know? that doesn't
1: sound like that. Much yeah, fun. yeah. Okay. Well Oh boy. Man, I'm I gonna play this game.
0: You know, I, I just But you can on Game Pass. It's free on Game Pass. That's the thing. Is it really? That's that's the thing. It was it's a day So I guess away. I have
1: to you you kind of you you don't stand
0: to lose anything. And I'm still gonna keep playing it. Well, except for the most valuable thing of all your time time mm, damn it i didn't think about that yeah fuck i gotta get that shit back
1: <laughs> except you're the only one that's trying to put the hands faster you're like come on let's go let's yeah, go and yeah. i'm like no, run slow, slow down slow it down baby chill um, but another think of jimmy buffett rest in peace
0: rest in R- power my king r.i.p he's yeah. eating cheeseburgers in paradise oh that sounds paradise. amazing i'm talking about i'm I, like i'm actually talking about dante's paradise Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, that's
1: good. That's heaven. That's good. That's heaven. That's, that's, that's good. What Sorry, you now. just bring up Dante, and I'm like, that can't be good. <laughs> that guy's pretty sick and twisted. He is pretty He's sick. A Catholic. Well, he he designed all the cornices of hell.
0: Yes. Jim cornices. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I'm thinking. <laughs> Who are you
1: thinking of? Jim <laughs> Jim Cornette? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. That's okay. you know, right. Not the hockey player. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The wrestling promoter. Um. Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. Well. So, so I wanted to games. ask you a question. Yes. I'd uh, love to hear. It. Uh, because another game that came out that is, uh, uh, you know, equally as important to a large number of people, possibly more people, at Charfield. Sure. Game that comes out every year. Mm. And one Santa. D- uh, Santa is not a game, Andrew. Oh, okay. Santa is for real, <laughs> and he doesn't play around. <laughs> He's got a job to do. He is vindictive. He's vindictive. He remembers. Oh, you, what, what is the worst thing Santa remembers about you?
1: Hmm, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, willing to say it live on mic? Yeah, I, to I repent wonder, for it. I wonder. I, I would say the hundreds of thousands of masturbation. Like, th- th- he probably just, the number of times he tuned in to my life and went, <laughs> oh God, he's doing it Let's again. Let's check on Angel. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. We just, like we did it 20 minutes ago. We thought, well, he's got to be done now. <laughs> he's coming back again. Andrew, like. Andrew, let it snow, Bascom. <laughs> we're going yeah, we're gonna buy him gloves this year, or really tight underwear, or something like that. You'll just find that a different form of friction, and you'll fucking love it, Andrew. Um, Hundred uh, percent.
0: No, so the the game that comes out is yeah. a game that you play often. I we do. talked about Madden and your disappointment in it. NBA. Oh, NBA two K. NBA two K. A game it, I bring up all the time. on this. All podcast. the time in a fairly well received game. Typically, oh,
1: yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. I didn't
0: know. I didn't even know when this game was coming out i don't pay attention to the nba games uh what i noticed on steam is that you know how you you have like a, uh the ratings i'm not sure if, how much you use steam but you have uh user reviews and it it correlates all the reviews and then gives it an average rating either uh like uh negative very negative mixed reviews positive very positive overwhelmingly positive so overwhelmingly positive is really good i was scrolling through my queue 2k came up and it was like overwhelmingly negative reviews. What is going on with the NBA
1: 2K game uh, right now? Yeah, it's funny we talk about it because I was mentioning recently in these banked episodes that we had, I 2K came up a lot where I was using it as a shining example of like, Madden just resting on their laurels doing sure. the same game every year and selling you bucks, it's, it's selling back to you for 80 bucks. 2K at least is progressing. It's showing stuff. It's doing yeah. stuff of quality. Holy shit! Did I like put that into the universe for it to absolutely fall on its face? Oh my god! That- it is it is just an absolute repeat of previous years. Plus, they are not doing anything for single player much anymore. Oh. Everything is basing towards the cards and to you know monetize much after the initial sale purchase. Uh, I can't. People just said it's the IGN, recu- uh, IGN review. Six out of ten, and in the review says generally unplayable. So then, how is it a six out of ten? That's what I said, too. I'm like, shouldn't it be a three? <laughs> like, basketball, if the gameplay is
0: not good, I, it is totally unplayable. I think it's just they're saying if you're not playing the card game, it's generally unplayable. Mm. I hate the idea of that, yeah. especially because last year's
1: reviews were, you know, not amazing, okay. but much better. But than two years 60. before was like 9.5, yes. 9.8 or something like that. And it's been like that a stretch of that for years because yeah. they kept pushing... Uh, you know, I would say it's really at the leader of the sports games of like trying to be yeah. as authentic as possible to real life. And they did a really good job of that, you know, take one year off and I hope they tank sales. This, I, don't wanna, I don't want to, I don't want to cheer against people. I don't want anyone to lose jobs, but no, like, because I also we want do, quality. We do better when yes. the games are better. 100%. Here,
0: so here's the thing we talked about. We wondered, we envisioned a world in which the NFL didn't give only one video game license yes. to EA and 2K and EA could duke it out. Like how much better would, would football games be yeah. right now? There was a brief stint there for a couple years where it looked like NBA Live might be making a comeback. Now, it's nowhere to be seen. Is it possible that NBA 2K, the same way Madden, is yeah. just kind of like sitting back knowing they're going to sell games no matter what? Is NBA just sitting there from the 2K perspective and saying, we don't need to change anything I, We've got I, no competition.
1: I wonder, because they tried to come bring back NBA Live. The games weren't good. No. And so then it just kind of died away after a couple of years. Um, but yeah, competition is really excuse me, competition is a really good thing yeah. to, to create innovation. And I just fear that, you know, they might've missed their window because games also are incredibly expensive to make these days, especially when you have to purchase a license, you know, for, you know, 300 players and coaches and stuff like that. Yeah, you're you're basically, I,
0: I don't know what the actual
1: numbers would be, but I would imagine that for
0: every NBA game that sells or, or any sports game that sells, you have to pay at least the, Let's let's talk NBA. You have to you have to pay the NBA. Yeah, you have to pay the NBA Players Association. And now that they have older players, I'm not sure if it's the same with the NBA as it would be for like the NHL, which I'm a bit more familiar with. But there's also an alumni association. So you're paying essentially like three or four different royalties for every copy of the game that you sell. And I wonder what that percentage is. Is it is it? I know royalties can get as high as like. 10 15 20 percent per league which yeah. it's obviously not going to be that case with this but like i bet you they pay
1: three to five percent per league per game that sells probably yeah you know what i mean so it definitely gets up there so t- trying to do that and be like you know i don't want to give like ea's nba live like some kind of idea that there's are coming to upstart or something like mm-hmm. that but like it does get you know prohibitively expensive yeah and if you're like well we're not seeing the returns yeah to pull the plug uh you know i i I, I don't know. I'm very disappointed because like this was like my one hope of a sports game where I'm like, I'll buy it year after year. And now I saw it. I'm like, woo, yeah, breaks yeah, 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 on yeah, this yeah. one. Let's not do this. Well, it's funny because I I always get I basically
0: take a couple years off of the NHL franchise right. for a bit. Every every year or two, I, I don't
1: get it again. And this You're like Poncetani Phil. Who is that? The uh, groundhog that sees a shadow. Oh. He takes years off? He takes weeks off the winter. Or he extends it.
0: Andrew, I'm about to Mitch McConnell
1: so hard right now. Are you shit yourself? Uh, <laughs> okay, how about this? You're like a leap year. Sure, that was pretty good. I should have gone with that first, probably. Yeah, I mean it's
0: it's still not great, Andrew, but it's it's not bad. God, the difference between that and positive money, like the Olympics, Phil, once every four years. There you go. That's a really good one. Thank you. A much better one, especially because it's kind of sports related. It was the first one I mentioned. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's a mandela effect live on the podcast. whoa
0: i'm gonna go back listen to this editing it and be like i must have been on mushrooms like what (laughs) just happened there i'm getting like anxious thinking about did i just imagine all that um uh uh no but this is the year that for some reason i'm looking at nhl like do i get it again i don't know who's on the cover this year Oh, God.
1: Oh, I didn't uh, mean to put you on the spot. Sorry. Uh,
0: oh, no, I know. It's uh, it's uh, uh, Kel McCarr on Colorado. Kel McCarr. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's changing the way we play defense in the modern NHL. Yeah, Kel McCarr should have bought a car dealership, though. Kale car. buy a car. No, I like the idea that he buys it, but legally you can't drive away with it because he has to chase after you saying, no, it's my car. <laughs> it's my car. It was in the contract. I said, do you want to buy uh, my car? Kale, my car. <laughs> and by <laughs> the way, no, it's a repair area. shop.
1: It's a repair shop. You drive it in. You're like, Kale, my car. And he's like, all right, got it. He just hits it with a stick a couple <laughs> times. The engine starts running again. Uh, Kale McCarr is a defenseman for the Colorado Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche. He's a yeah. very good player. Very good player
0: on a team of very good players. Uh, uh, No, I've I've heard something interesting about the NHL franchise, though, or the NHL game this year, because they added like what's what's called Michigan goals where you can pick up the puck and like throw them in the net. And there's a lot more stick movement and like lacrosse, quote unquote lacrosse style plays. And that's all anyone is doing to score. Sure. (laughs) You know how NBA changed the way the sport of basketball is played. And similarly, Madden changed the way the NFL is played. I think that the NHL is going to slowly but surely, and it kind of already has, move towards picking the puck up lacrosse style, like just get the puck on your stick, move it around and and, and fling it in the net. Unlike what we used to, like, like the wrist shot and the slap shot, this is getting a little inside hockey. I know we don't have a ton of hockey listeners, but might be a third of what's done compared to like Michigan goals and picking it up and, and wow. playing around with it. It just seems like, the number of michigan goals that would have been scored in the last two years is probably eight ten times what we've had every year previous like yeah. the f- and if- these rates hey hey it's going to be so <laughs> high <laughs> but I, I i think i think it's just proving it's like if you attempt it sure it's flashy yeah but it also has a high success rate yeah. and as soon as people start to get o- over that stigma of like don't throw up threes out of nowhere yeah when they're like, oh, I'm going to because percentage-wise it's going to end up working out yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try the flashy thing of like a Michigan-style goal and it's going to go in for me more often than just a typical wraparound will try to, yeah.
1: I, uh, I, okay, I agree with you. That would be baffling if that changed the sport. Like, that would just blow my mind. I bet you mind. will. I bet
0: you, I, I honestly, I think, look three years, four years from now, I bet you, it's not like it's going to be 20% of the goals scored, but I think you have like attempts every night
1: yeah it was kind of like between the legs got there for a bit yes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um can i talk about another game i've sure been thinking? i don't know if you've ever heard of this game uh uh-huh. comes out once every two weeks uh or i played for two weeks straight Fortnite. yeah yeah uh, okay it's so back baby now that i'm back and we're back and we could talk about this the new season came out now a couple of weeks ago yes Ooh, 10 days ago something like that and uh, I fucking love it. Nice. It is so good. I talked about this uh, you know, whatever, a couple of weeks ago and I was like, this season kinda is okay. It's it's not it's not like a bad season, but just not it's not drawing you in because it was like weirdly like a primal season or like cave dwellers sure. and optimus prime. Uh, well, it's <laughs> you know, say hand no more. in hand. Yeah, say less <laughs> king. <laughs> um yeah, and uh this season is all about heists. So they put these three gigantic mansions on the island. Oh, that's amazing with uh, security guards and with cameras and with turret guns and whatever and you can go in and steal out of their vaults like very uh, the vaulted guns like guns that have gone away so like famous guns from previous seasons oh, oh and no way so like because there's been always these villains or like uh, you know uh, kind of like the downloadable characters or like yeah like, like a big bad on the map that you sure. can go after and maybe get one of their guns sure. or whatever like this and now they've vaulted them into these into the vaults and so you could you could steal from them and then alarms go off and it's just a ton of fun that's amazing and I can't so I give them a lot of credit because last season they definitely were like, "Hey, everyone just chill for a second because they also in- introduced one of my favorite things in the game's history. It's called the Rocket Ram. Okay. And it's a, you know, a, a beating down the door kind of police style thing. Sure. Except it has like a, a rocket, battering ram. A battering ram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> it's in the name. And a ram that beats its wife. <laughs> yes, yes. A Los Angeles Ram. <laughs> <laughs> the Los lost ram. it's getting too close to home uh but in this battery ram there's a rocket attached to it so when you do it you fire it up and you can fly through a house you can send yourself 200 yards in the air so you can get away from violence it is so much fun to have you can even hit somebody with it. that's amazing it is so much fun and they've introduced a bunch of new stuff that was just really good like a laptop gun hello hey uh, that turns into a turret so you throw a, throw the little briefcase and it turns into like is it a like an tur- actual nod to perfect hey. dark it has, to be, it has to be, it has to be, even though it is like a briefcase, but they do call laptop sure. or whatever. Uh, there's been so much just new fun stuff and you're like, Oh, it's back, baby. I love that. I yeah. love hearing that. Cause it, it again, it's, it's, I, I don't play it, mm-hmm.
0: but man, the more good games we have, the better because good games make other games better. Oh, now, exactly. you, now you see a good idea that goes into that. It might get borrowed somewhere else. And it's just good to see my good buddy, Andrew loving a video game to play.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I just, I, you know, once again, uh, Epic just it's progressing all the time yeah it's just kind of crazy so
0: doing what overwatch definitely failed to do and i know we talk about that all the time but i I like you know bringing up the the battering ram or the Mm -hmm. the rocket ram um uh, there's a game that uh came out just as of recording the day of recording, so almost a week prior to this episode releasing called Gunbrella, Uh, where it's your weapon is also your source of movement and getting around the, the level. It looks really, really good. I might give it a try. I'm not sure. Maybe on the switch or the steam deck or something like that. Um, But that is an element where, where your, your, the method of traversing the environment is also
1: your weapon. Yeah. It's always been fascinating to me. I've always really liked that as a mechanic. I think that's a really cool yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's very satisfying. And there's a lot of strategy involved too. Yes. Yeah. There might be a cool down period and then there might be a, you know, and that's always that's how I always like that when you're actively thinking, which is all the reason why I like playing video games. For
0: sure. Uh yeah, let's just get more creative. Let's 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 uh right? let's get more ideas. <laughs> but not Game with green. Not with what? Not with green. Green is not a creative color. Green is not a creative we, color. We do not. A, we do not approve of green being a creative. On color. On this podcast, uh huh. Gr- no green. Red. Red's pretty good. Red is a creative color. Red's a creative color. Black. All colors. Sure. So black, even shades. Oh, is oh wait. Black is. We. It's weird because I've always found this weird. In light, mm-hmm. like light. When you're talking about light, black is the absence of color. Yeah. But when you're painting, yeah, black is every color.
1: How is black every color? Because well, if, if you, you put put them mix all together, every color, it becomes it black. black. It's interesting. It's both nothing and everything. Wow! Holy shit! Andrew, we found it. Uh, I don't know. We'll post our replayable games. But this episode's <sighs> done. We're D- done. Jesus guys. Christ! Holy shit! Uh, are we supposed to get better than that? Oh wait. Yep. Hello. What? What?
0: Oh, that. My dog's even barking. It's the government. I think the government get him. <laughs> Is it the government again? yeah yeah i think it is it's okay. the government yeah it's s- nodding they say they say that uh, uh elliot's elliot's uh handing me a note right here yep. they say stop the podcast uh or else well listen here government take a look at this piece of paper i'm gonna wipe my fucking ass yeah, with it you show our them. listeners have a right to know yeah. what the most replayable video games of all time are and if i don't get to tell them that yeah. Yeah. i'll literally kill myself on this podcast
1: Okay. All right. Uh, that's good. Oh, All they're right. coming.
0: They're trying to pull the plugs out. Okay. No, no, go no, go no. on, no, 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 do, no, do that.
1: Replayable. Replayable. We'll turn it off after that. We made a promise to the D-pads. Barack, get out of here. <laughs> He's still in the government. He's, well, he yeah. Is. He's still in the government. Takes a paycheck, probably. <laughs> am i right sweet liberal teat of the government (laughs) Um,
0: Uh. uh, so so we're gonna get to our most replayable games of all time and as always i like to set up sort of a taxonomy and rule set based on uh, uh, to to kind of like establish what it is that uh that that has based that i based my decisions on to pull this i do want to read a quick comment though from one of our listeners before I actually uh, get into the the episode itself or the, the 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 draw itself. Yeah, I guess it was from our. Oh, please, Andrew. No, I don't know. Please, I hate hearing from
1: our listeners. Aw, you suck. and me both. <laughs> no, don't. One of us has got to like it.
0: Well, I, <laughs> I like. It. I lo- I hate that you hate it.
1: Oh, so when they make a
0: comment, it bums me out because I know it's going to bum you up. But I love hearing from the listeners. OK, I'll just make a pass this one time or the next time we do a mailbag episode. OK, OK, <laughs> fine, fine. So here it is. This is actually from our, our YouTube. So okay. uh, hey, look, if you're watching our episodes out there and you watch them on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, leave us some comments. Leave us your thoughts and maybe we'll yes. read them as well. Always like to hear from you guys. Just this Josh. is from Liquid Solidus 9000 on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> it was actually on our Sly Cooper Episode. So it's going back a while. Um, but the comment was I got into the series by complete accident. I had rented the first game once as a kid, but got stuck pretty early on and didn't really care for it. But then a couple years later, I was on the phone with a relative telling them what I wanted for Christmas, and I told them, tie two. The sequel to tie the Tasmanian tiger. Oh yeah. I guess they misheard me over the phone or just saw slide two in the store and figured that's what I meant. Since when Christmas came, I ended up getting slide two instead. At first I was a little disappointed, but I ended up really loving the second game and later the third game as well. Aww. I did eventually go back and beat the first game, but still to this date, I've never played tie two. And that story I read in the morning and it just made me laugh. The that's idea awesome. of like saying tie two and your relative hears it wrong. Amazing. Love that.
1: It's such a relative thing. And I'm going to get there probably now ish in my sure, life yeah. Where like uh, a 12 year old relative is going to be like, I'd love this. I'm like, what is that? I got to go to an attendant and go like, what is this? What is this? I have a very clear memory. Speaking of rest in peace of my aunt. I wanted to get the, for Christmas, I wanted to get the Smash Mouth album. Walking on the Sun. Of course. The original, the first, their first, uh, their first uh, CD and, uh, and, just her having the complete absence of, howling, of putting those two words together. Just going like, uh, mouthhead, you know, what is this thing? And you just kind of like, some poor, we had the, the store called H&B, like some poor you know, record store, record store person being like, uh, lady, I don't know what to tell you. I like the idea that, that there's a
0: stack of CDs with a sign that says smash mouth or <laughs> Mouthhead or just for all the mothers and aunts and dads and yes. uncles who go in there and not knowing what they're actually looking for. I had to hear walking on the sun. I see, listen, to be politically correct, I Said dads and uncles, all the dads and uncles
1: knew what Smash Mouth oh, was. Yeah. They, they were really, totally they in really on that. Exactly They're like, "This guy's rip. It. I love it." <laughs> They're wearing cargo shorts, just like me. <laughs> making cargo shorts. You could fit three
0: Smash Mouth CDs. You could fit three double albums in those cargo shorts. You could.
1: Yeah, you're like, hey, what do you guys want this to do? I got you. <laughs> just it out of these uh, cargo pants. uh yeah, two legendary musicians Dad. Jimmy Buffett and the lead singer of Smash Mouth, whose name I don't even know. Um, honestly, towards the end of his life, I'm not sure he did either. No. Yeah, he was not in a good place.
0: <laughs> he was in a great place. But probably lived a more exciting life than either you or me. Oh, who absolutely- Would you trade lives with him knowing that he died at, I don't know, 49? Um,
1: no. Because that level of success followed by that level of probably perceived failure would be is, worse than never having success is never having success yeah which hey look at look at me baby uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <is> it, <laughs> that's the only reason we haven't reached the
0: peak of success of this podcast
1: because we're afraid of it we're afraid we're, we're afraid of touching that brass ring <laughs> oh no I, I can't do that we no.
0: might as well be walking on the sun <laughs> <to be
1: honest. laughs> but you just can imagine they release walking on the sun they're like here we fucking go <laughs> we're gonna start selling out dude and they're like hey uh this movie's coming out called shrek and you're like uh-huh and you're like okay cool like oh no excuse me uh mystery men oh yes and then they're like oh they can use our song all-star we're gonna put it on an album and they're like oh that's really famous now this movie shrek is like hey you just do covers they're like what <laughs> is this our life now it's like yes we don't want any original music they're like oh okay 20 years later touring at like Sturgis yes. Sturgis motorcycle uh, festival during the height of covid <laughs> oh well hey at least they were outside I'm sure they were, gr- I'm sure that was the most dangerous thing that they were doing to their bodies. It's, it's, that's true. <laughs> oh, smash mouth. Smash mouth.
0: I, I, hope, they're doing, I hope they're doing okay. <laughs>
1: Do you think it was like a, a pharaoh where they all had to get buried together even before <laughs> they were still alive? <laughs> what? No, oh, that's what his will says. You're like, oh my God. You find claw marks all inside of a wall. <laughs> uh, Would it be a pyramid? What would they be buried under? Um... I'm trying to think of other songs really quickly off the top of my head. Oh man, they had two to pull from. They had two, but I was thinking like, uh, did they do I'm a Believer or something off yes. track? Or they did, it's a monkey song too, I think too, but yeah. Uh, the monkey song? Um, one of the monkey's Oh, oh songs. Oh. Hey, Not hey, like hey a, we're the monkey. Yeah, they did high that song. <laughs> hey, hey, we are Smash Mouth. <laughs> we're getting paid a lot of money to sing the song. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Don't sue us. <laughs> all they right. They can't, they're all
0: buried Pharaoh style. <laughs>
1: What are you going to do? Get out of the ground and somehow find me? All right.
0: All right. So we are going to take a look at the uh, the most replayable games of all time. Cool. So it was kind of an interesting uh, premise that was actually suggested to us by Joe Griffin, friend oh, of the show. Good. Friend of the show? Uh, uh, Put their own list together, which I'll read at the end, and uh, we can contrast to compare to see if we had any overlap in our lists. Uh, but it, kind of a good idea because I think one thing that we always talk about in this game is A whether or not we can finish games yeah, uh, me more than you Yeah, sometimes and B, playing through story games in general and whether or not we're ever willing to play them twice so it got us thinking that like if there is a game out there that we're willing to play more than once what a special circumstance that is now you and i talked about some of the rules and guidelines for for picking this list one of the big ones was like no sports games yeah i think i think yep. that was that yep. was pretty apparent
1: uh yep. The ones that are more intentionally trying to go after replayability. is that fair?
0: Yes. you mean, you mean like not choosing yes, yes. Try yeah, yeah, not
1: yeah. to choose the ones that are intended on uh, starting and stopping very quickly. if if replayability is part of the mechanics of the game, yeah. like like
0: if you can't like if 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 when I pick up NHL, yeah and I play a game replaying a, another game is yeah. not replaying the game NHL. I, I
1: agree with you. And it, the game is designed to last 40 minutes. Yes. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like there are certain games on here that I can squabble with this a little bit. Yeah. But it's not the one that's like, it's Fortnite. Yes. You could play for 20 minutes and then Overwatch,
0: a like a competitive yeah. game where that's the purpose of it. Exactly. There's going to be some gray area, but in general, I was thinking like, there has to be a specific end point of the game. Uh, and I thought that there were kind of two types of replayable that we can boil this down to. One type is you beat the game And then you stay in the game and continue to do side quests for an extended period of time, in spite of the fact that the main story is over. Uh, In this sense, replayability is kind of just like endless continuation. Like it just kind of keeps on going. Uh, The second version I have was you beat the game and then you restart the game and play it over again. This can either be in a new game plus or just on its own.
1: New game plus. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, because new game plus is like, you know, you can take it or leave it. It often just carries over some progress, but it is playing the playing the game over. Yes, again. yeah. Or
1: it's like some kind of version of extreme mode too, where you like sure. get all your guns from the sure. beginning. Yes, or, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to name any names. I was about to name some games. Don't don't name names, Andrew. Yeah. Um, So we, uh, 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 Joe
0: Griffin, submitted a list of ten games. We're going to we're going to go to five games okay. specifically. especially Do you want to give
1: Joe's afterwards?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going okay. to give Joe's afterwards for sure, I'm and see curious. if there's any any kind of overlap. Um, so we'll start with number five. I think I started the last one we did oh. a draft and I started. So if you want to uh, to start with your number five, and I think we try to order these from five to one, but there's obviously going to be some variation.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you ask me on any good day and I could switch these around yes, here a little especially
0: bit. Especially the, the uh, like, number five and four-ish, oh, yeah. I, I could I could swap out a lot, especially for number five.
1: Okay, so my number five is going to be a game that I played a couple of years ago on this podcast, and I uh, I didn't stop talking about it for a bit, and it was a remake, but... I'm not here to squabble with which game you're going to be talking about. Sure. I, I think obviously the best version is all the games pressed together in a nice, beautiful remake, which is called the Hitman Trilogy. Oh, nice. Really replayable games oh, because yeah. Yes. Yeah. there's a thousand ways you can skin a cat, which is definitely a mission. So, you know, like <laughs> you could do so many, You want to just shoot people? Y- you can. You can do it. You shouldn't. It's not the point of the game. You want to strangle cats? You want to strangle cats? You don't even have to put the game in. <laughs> Find a cat. Find a cat. Find a cat. Use your two. Strangling hands. Yeah. Um. So y- there are just so many different ways that they've allowed you to take an angle at the mission. You want to yeah. dress
0: up like a maid, strangle someone with piano wire?
1: Don't need to install the game. That's that's also true. Yeah. I wonder how many things on our list here that we're like, why do you even play games at all? <laughs> you can just do this. I don't want to say anything on my list, but there's a few of them. I'm like, hey, you can just do that. Oh, I got a couple. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's it's just... I have appreciated how deep these games can be. There is two ways to enjoy these games. Yeah. You could just join on the surface and go like, I think I can get there. I think I can get there and I'll kill the guy. Oh, I did it. That's fine. And it took you 10 minutes and you're you're like, whatever. But the more you evolve and the more you go like, wait, if I turn on the gas yes. and then uh, the guy with the li- that brings a cigarette over won't know that it's yeah. like, and that would be a distraction. Then I could drive the car over the- That's just so much fun. It's like fucking mousetrap. It's so good. And it's also,
0: there's this element of the Hitman games. They've gotten so much better with this as the Hitman series has has gotten has progressed Like hitman one was a very different game than the hitman games we get nowadays we did on the podcast (laughs) we did it on the podcast and it was not amazing uh they have way more of a sense of humor you know killing people with a fish throwing a brief like the 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 heat-seeking uh briefcase i don't know if you've ever seen this where like originally it was a glitch where if you threw a briefcase at someone it would follow them around and curve (laughs) and instead of patching it out they changed the description to basically be like it's a homing briefcase (laughs) (laughs) it's very funny but the idea of okay this is how i did it the one time i killed the person by poisoning them, but like they're at six different points over the course of this. I don't want to call it tableau, but this, this, this setting that you're dealing with. What if I did it another way or another way, or one time I'm just going to go in and cause as much chaos as possible. The other time I'm going to be as, as quick as possible. The other time I'm going to be as creative as possible.
1: Hitman has been built to be replayed. That's a fantastic choice. I love Thank that. Thank you so much. The one I kept thinking about was there's this one in a mansion. And it's, so it's a pretty secluded area, right? There's, mm-hmm. you gotta get in past the walls. There's about 30 people in and around the grounds. There's groundskeepers, there's bodyguards, there's the family, there's the yeah. help, there's chefs and stuff like that. And it's a big mansion. And I think I got it like real quick. Yeah. Like I got the guy, the, the matriarch of the family I was supposed to kill because I probably for money, Uh, got near the window, silence gun, Kind of walked through the cornfield and I was out and I'm like, oh, that was it. And then I kept like looking and going like, that house is gigantic. though. Yes. And you're like, God, there's probably so much stuff in that house. I played it for like hours just trying different ways to get this one. I-, I love that because there is always, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of
0: another game that you can kind of compare it to where um, something like Sunset Overdrive, which is oh, kind of a weird pull, but, but yeah. where there's a way to beat the game just efficiently and to beat a level efficiently and just do it. But the way you want to do it is with as much style and points and creativity as possible. That's when it gets fun. Totally. Same thing with like Devil May Cry, where it's like, sure, you can beat the game, but you really want to rank up, rack up the combos and see the highest score that you can possibly get. Just like in Hitman, it's like there's always the easy way to do it. Yeah. Just sneakily shoot someone in the head and like and like cut ruts like you're good. Yeah, um, but that's never the most fun way to do it. No. And, and I love all the different options that the Hitman games provide.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Hitman Trilogy. Hitman trilogy, Hitmon Chan, well, was Hitmon getting- Lee. Okay, I'm so glad you said that because I was gonna be like, a lot of credit goes to the creators of the game, Lee and Chan, <laughs> uh, and their incredible family that they've you know established. Yeah, so yeah. Uh do you you did you play any of those games? I haven't played
0: a Hitman game in a long time. Never. Um, it's it's a it's a game that's always been like scratching at the edges, just like play me, like you'll enjoy, and I think I would. Yeah. It's just scratching.
1: Man. Yeah, that's disgusting. Because <laughs> I'm an itchy boy. You should kill that thing like the cow, how How so many different ways. (laughs) There's so many choices. Mikey, what's your number five, my number five. I
0: struggle with the number five spot because in my honorable mentions, I'll talk about all the games that could have taken Mm. this and especially different types of games. And I'm going to mention one of the types of games that is similar, but I think ultimately when it comes to shooters, first person shooters, there's a lot of replayability because as you get better at them, the earlier levels feel so much more satisfying because you could get through them a lot quicker and cleaner. Um, But the way in which first-person shooters are played now is so much different than the way first-person shooters were played a long time ago. Like, say, 1997, 98 on the N64. Um, Goldeneye. The thing I love about Goldeneye and its replayability is a. You beat the the campaign. That's awesome. Feels great. I'm I'm leaving multiplayer aside cuz I don't even want to include multiplayer really yeah. as an element to it. There's there's an inherent replayability there that that I'm not even counting. But you beat the campaign and now what was your favorite level? Go back and play that one. Right. You, you want to play facility? Go play facility. You want to play the dam? Go play the dam. Because you unlock these little chunks in the form of these, like in the dossiers and these film strips, you can just go right back to the level you liked most. And the way that Goldeneye was built, they were all pretty bite-sized levels. Mm-hmm. Halo was going to be my other choice okay, on this list. yeah. But the problem is, each of the campaigns is so much longer. So if I want to just like pick spots to go back and play, it's like a two hour commitment. Man, you could beat facility in a fucking minute. Yeah. And in so doing, maybe you unlock a cheat and that's now the new process of replayability. You're encouraged to go back because you can unlock new cheats, new weapons, new game modes, all the sorts of things. It was built for replayability and and I just loved going and exploring the worlds, mastering each of the levels. Yeah toying with each of the villains in there because you knew exactly where they were going to be at any given time. Uh, I, I played the shit out of that game and I and 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 uh, uh, played and replayed. So I thought the number five spot was pretty deserving.
1: I think that's really awesome. It's not on my list. Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's tremendous. Yeah. Like there's kind of no way around it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned it because it does, it fits both. Like it does, it does both here. Like where you can... We could talk about um, trying to keep it within the rules that we're talking about, sure. but the story mode's so good that it's so good. you know. Yeah. Okay, my number two. This, Your number two. No, my my second game I am mentioning. <laughs> my number four. Yes. Is going to be uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. I I know this is kind of this is my one answer that people are like penciling that in when I started talking. The sure. But it actually says a lot more. You know, my player one and I, uh, she's not a huge video game player, but she does enjoy video games and enjoys talking about video yep. games. And I think she's very fascinated by the idea and the design of them. I played Red Redemption twice on my own. Uh, you played through the campaign twice. I did. Holy shit. Uh, wow. be, and, and over the course of years, like yeah, not yeah, yeah, like back to back, but over the course of years, I'm like, Fuck, this is a really good game. And I, do, and I remember the end really affecting me. And I was like, man, these characters are really good and uh, after a while my player one just started picked up and played a whole new campaign and finished it not once twice she did too she eh? did too wow and and i think it's it 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 speaks to you know and it's not this is not a direct thing against mikey or anything like that but mikey brings up a very good point all the time that games are too big and i mostly agree with him it's kind of like saying movies are too long it's like yes there's probably some editing that could go into these if there is an advantage of big games it is that when the story is done you can continue on and hunt yes, or go pick up flowers yep. or go see all the side missions or try, try the trains or two, everything sure. like this. And the advantage of especially a lot of Rockstar games and one that I could have mentioned would have been GTA 5 sure. is that nothing is nothing anymore. You know what I mean? Everything is something. And yep. so you, when you're walking around and you're seeing a trail and you see a person you're like, that person must be there for a reason. 100%. Reset. I'm going to go talk to them. And I just I I am endlessly impressed by this game and I just, and the other one too that I've, I've said before too is that sometimes prayer one would play and I just walk by the TV and I'd go, "God, that looks beautiful." Like, looks gorgeous. It's just like a mountain range, you're like, "Christ, that looks good." Yeah. Uh, and so yes, uh this, this character stayed with me forever and I've I will replay it again one point in my life probably.
0: Here's one thing I don't know that I've ever explicitly said on the podcast, while talking about Red Dead Redemption sure. Two, I I do I do struggle with big games. Yeah, Red Dead you're Redemption. i not a size queen. I'm Sorry. not a size queen. No, you're not a size. Queen. I want a perfect sized game.
1: I just want like a nice humble size that knows what to do with a it. A
0: small sized, a small eight inch game. That's all I need. So uh, small, just small eight inch? eight inch.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just a so so sad really that yeah, just, just like pocket just size so basically. <laughs> so small, it's so sad. Yeah, yeah, people.
0: that's well. It, no, it's it's not the it's not the size. Like, listen, thirteen too big, eight. It's like, do you know what to do with it? Because then you you might be able to play. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally normal. Yeah, it's I I kind of think so. And you look very comfortable right now. I'm super comfortable. Like yeah. I'm
1: just I'm my heart. Goes what, out you have your to, hands in your pocket? My heart goes out to those people. I'm so I'm so sorry. These are my cat's. Why are your hands, hands so wet? It's my cat strangling hands. <laughs> Um,
0: um. Speaking yeah. of size, um, but yeah, I cut you off. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do not think Red Dead Redemption Two is too big of a game. Oh, really? I think that Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two is the perfect example of how to make a game big while keeping it engaging and avoiding bloat. My oh. problem with Red Dead Redemption Two is the mechanics. I okay. find the mechanics boring. Um, but the game itself, the world is is maybe the best
1: world that's ever been made in video games. Period. Uh, I I would love to know, somebody tell me, somebody tell me I'm wrong, you will anyway, but just like, I'd love to hear what is the densest large game? Like, give me that there is something interesting happening in every corner. Not too much, you don't want everything because you still want it to be a real world. You know what I mean? I I honestly think it might be Red Dead Redemption 2. It's very, it's, it probably is up there until the next GTA game comes out because yeah. the way that they do it is just very interesting. So, 100%. Yes, uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption that. 2. Red Dead Redemption
0: 2. My, uh, my number four is fittingly the fourth game in a franchise. Whoa. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time. We got a remake of it this year. A game that you can play once, you can keep some of your progress, continue playing, speed runs, et cetera, et cetera. Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Now, the thing that I love about replayability in Resident Evil 4, the first time you enter an area... It is terrifying yep. and it's overwhelming and there's something about the level design that is so logical and fam- and 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 understandable that the next time you go there you remember perfectly how to get through it. You remember where every enemy is, you remember exactly what to do yeah. and it's now not scary and you feel like the boss now. There's something so satisfying about that. I am the I am the zombie now. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Look at I me. am the
1: zombie now. <laughs> Joe Valentine staring at you very puzzled. <laughs> what you're the what zombie is, what is it? Heck? look at me i'm, I'm the zombie, zombie now
0: <laughs> mommy <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that haircut really yeah yeah wow
0: but, stylish but seriously I, I i i that's one of the things i find most interesting about it it feels like an entirely different game the second time you play it because you
1: are no longer i'm not scared anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only funny because that's such a real thing for you to say <laughs> i'm not scared no more i'm not, I'm not scared anymore you can't beat me zombies <laughs> you might kill me but you ain't I am the zombie <laughs> uh, no that's a, that's obviously a great choice and yeah. I, I think a lot of people will echo that statement and yeah Resident Evil 4 so replayable Yeah, so replayable that they had to remake it for everybody so they could play it again because people kept playing it one of the games
0: I played the most in my life and also like as as you replay it you unlock things that are very uh, Resident Evil in style like the infinite ammo rocket launcher yeah and now the game is just an entirely different thing and it just becomes a joke at that point it goes from a, a, a very scary game to an absolute joke of a game, and it's all contained within the same disc.
1: I yeah. They should introduce the Rocket Ram. I think it'd be a lot of fun. That would be great. Those dogs never see it coming. Oh, that's number two. Um <laughs> is uh okay, my number three? Yes. My number three. My number three is gonna be the Simpsons Arcade game. I oh, was amazing. thinking about You know, what are the games I played the most in my life? Sure. That has to be some inherent replayability to them, right? And I was thinking, man, arcades are intentionally designed to be replayed thousands and thousands of times. They're trying to soak money out of you. And was it tough between X-Men and Ninja Turtles and Simpsons? Yes. But I just tried to choose it based on the game that I've played the most in my life. And I honestly, God, think Simpsons has got to be up there. Uh, When, When was the last time
0: you walked by an arcade cabinet of the Simpsons and didn't put at least one round into it?
1: I honestly can't think of
0: one. I, I don't think I've ever walked by that cabinet without paying to play it at least once. What was
1: your favorite? What was your favorite character to play as? I you know
0: what I I, I weirdly like Marge? There's I, I love Marge. Yeah, there's distance. Th- th- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost like like when I'm playing Dark Souls and stuff, I like lances and spears yes. because you kind of want to like keep things. Donatello, exactly. And and Marge was that with the yeah. vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I completely agree with you.
1: I I I I just Is the game that good? I don't know. Like, it's... You know what? The answer is yes. Of course it is. It has to be. It's totally playable. Yes. And is it unfair at times? Yes, it's an arcade game. Yeah. This is the part that you just got to accept. But I just... I love the diversity in the characters. It was telling a story that I... You know, obviously with characters that I really like. Now, is it inherently tied to the show? Not really. When you start breaking it down, you're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, Yeah, like Mr. Burns steals Maggie because she has (laughs) the diamond in her mouth. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember that episode? Do I remember... Burns and Smithers becoming uh, jewel thieves. You don't remember that? No, I guess I must have
0: missed that <laughs> season. You whatever. know, whatever. The, in the current season, they should do an episode of
1: like based on the that would be amazing that's a fantastic idea yeah. bring back the wrestler script. yes uh, like do oh my god that'd be so much fun I, I've always loved to the the Life in Hell comics too and when you go to the oh. Disneyland Krustyland version with all the uh, the bunnies and stuff mm. like that it's just really awesome so yeah Simpsons number three because that's I've the just, early Matt Groening comic right yeah that's the early Matt Groening yeah. comic thank you very much is uh it's just the game i played maybe the most in my life I like that one uh, infinitely replayable I thought about
0: a lot of retro games for that reason because they you had to replay them yeah. A because it's all we had when we were kids and b because there were just fewer games to play so you just had to make totally. do with what you had totally um i'm going to go with my number three please it's gonna sound like this is just a shoe-in and an obvious answer uh because it's on most of my list this is my red dead redemption 2 <laughs> uh it's dark souls okay, there we now go. i want to walk you through why my like i'm saying specifically dark souls not bloodborne not elden ring and this is why uh bloodborne didn't feel like a different game every time you changed your weapon it was of all of the of all of the souls games it felt most similar when you changed weapons or built a different character like like spec them out differently magic versus strength versus dexterity all this stuff so bloodborne is still my favorite from the franchise Mm. but for replayability it didn't feel like a new game because you're built every time you built out a new a new character type at least not as much as a game like dark souls the original you change from a a big hammer to a bow and arrow, or a magic user, or a spear. You may as well be playing a different game. And similar to Resident Evil Four, that element of like the first time I did this was impossible, but because I had to do it over and over and over oh, again, yeah. I'm now so familiar with it. The game starts being it starts playing on your terms instead of you playing on its terms. It's just so satisfying to go back and play. And instead of trying to survive. You're trying to explore and consume as much information in the environment as possible because the more you do that in a Souls game, the more you get out of the actual lore of the game. So
1: ah, it's like a Rorschach test. Ah, uh, you're uh, I'm not in here with you. You're in here. With you're me. in here with me, Demon Boy. Yeah, truly psychopathic. I uh yeah, obviously you know what what can I say? It's a game you you love. You, love you. It. had to make an appearance of somewhere. Of course, on that makes total sense. Okay. And,
0: and Elden Ring, I didn't I didn't include on there because this is more of a per- I think I think in terms of replayability Elden Ring is so much bigger with so many more options and so many more builds and so many more play styles that it is a more replayable game but from a personal standpoint I didn't love
1: Elden Ring as much yeah. I'm going to go with Dark Souls. Okay, my number 2 I got I got to ask is this if this is allowed or not? huh Can I name Mario Kart? No. No. I would say no because no. there's no story mode. And yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Gee, the the Grand Prix don't count, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tried my best. It's the story of I, how I beat the computer into submission. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because of the battle mode. But that's, mm. I just, I only, because I was like, man, we, i played that so many times. Yeah. Here's a, here's a number two. Uh, it's kind of a little bit of a left field, but uh, I, there's a part of it that I have to talk about. It's going to be Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. Oh, amazing. So Phantom Pain, not everyone's favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I totally understand that. But they had a b- very broken mode in this game. A very stupid, doesn't really work mode. Where, over the course of the game, you, big boss, would set up your little like uh, fortress, fortress in the ocean. Yes. Right? And over the course of the game, you would add people, you'd add turrets, you'd add, you know, whatever other things, uh, and you could attack other people's fortresses. Yes. That became so fucking addictive 100%. inside this game that I would be trying to build up people so that I could go attack other people. And then be like, you know, I'm still good. Let's go for another one, you know, kind of thing. I'm really feeling myself. I can't, was it good? I don't even know, but I couldn't stop
0: playing it. It's so, it's funny you say that because they had a similar mode in one of the, God, I want to call it Peace Walker. I, I don't know if that was the name of the Metal Gear PSP game, mm. but a similar thing where you could kill guards, you could uh, uh, put them to sleep, or you could kidnap them essentially. And, and you had like a, a thing where you could like airlift them out yes. and then you put them in the brig and you turn them to your side yes. and then you develop your own army with, Uh, 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 helicopters and tanks anti-air missiles all this stuff and it was a similar kind of thing it's I, I love that you say that though was it good I don't know but Kojima knows how to make things so satisfying. Yeah. So in that sense, they're good. Like, and Death Stranding was the perfect example of that. It was it was just so satisfying to yeah. play. Was it fun to walk things across a, 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 a weird United States with ghosts and time <laughs> rain? Not really. But when you get to the end, it was so worth it because you felt like you would accomplish something.
1: I, it's so funny you say that, too, because like in any other medium, we're like, um, you know, our, our favorite. Uh, Sophie's Choice. Oh, right. Yes. Our favorite our favorite movie, the movie, the, the retrogrades movie. Just a Selfies feel choice. good romp. 100%. In every other medium, you kind of don't walk away from Selfie's Choice going like, so much fun. Yes. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, am yeah, 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 so yeah, glad yeah. I did that. But you do say, that was good. I hated watching it. I'm never going to do it again. Yes. Right? But in games, inherently, there has to be, you have to fun doing it, right? Or at least satisfying. Right. It comes hand in hand yes. with playing games, right? Yeah. And so while we talk about these ones, like, is it fun? No, but I couldn't stop playing it. It's a very new and kind of interesting True. Uh, feeling for games that one, I wish, you know, kind of, I don't, I don't know, wish, I don't want to wish to explore it uh-huh. yet. I think it's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it It is, it is a big eternal question with games, how you balance story and tone with gameplay. Yeah. Last of Us being a great example of it where it's like you have this great heartfelt subtle story at a lot of times and then you go shoot 17 people in the head Uncharted would be a, a, uh, an even yeah. worse version of that where yeah. you are uh, uh, a war criminal Nathan Drake just <laughs> killing people at at, at, at random yeah um, yeah So I love that pick that's a great pick
1: okay thank you very much that's number two what is your number two my
0: number two is is kind of a nod to the franchise if I had to pick one I honestly don't even know which one so take your pick I'll, I'll let I'll let the listener take their pick of any game within this franchise and i can do so because i played every game in this franchise often more than once Uh, for someone who doesn't replay a ton of games this is one of the few where i will beat it and immediately start replaying it like as the credits roll Uh, it's ratchet and clank a game that's meant to be replayed because at its core you know the opposite of, of of what you're talking about with metal gear All it needs to be is fun. It Mm -hmm, is just mm -hmm. such a fun game to play, all of them in the series. And as you, when you beat it, all of your weapon progress carries over. So the more you use a weapon in, in Ratchet and Clank, the more you level it up, the better it gets, the more you want to use it. Then you get this like super version of of the uh of the the uh the the weapon that you can use. It's like the the top tier. So you end up wanting to upgrade all of the weapons. It encourages you to use even the ones that you don't want because the goal is to upgrade them all by using them enough. Okay. And in replaying the game, weapon progress carries over. And there's exploration elements that you may have missed in the first one where you get these gold uh, uh, gold screws that are like kind of the unlockables that you find in hidden areas of each level. And it encourages further exploration of the levels you've already been in. So there's this natural want and need to go through all of the levels you've already been in. A, because now you can do so with the best weapons already fully upgraded. Mm-hmm. And B, because there's these little uh, collectibles that you can uh, uh, go find and still have the satisfaction of completing things and knocking things off the list that you hadn't done so previously. See, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Like that, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah.
1: Now I'm very curious about your number one.
0: My number one is not as exciting as, as my, my other picks, but uh, it it curiously might be your number one as well. I'm not sure. I
1: don't think you have my number one. Okay. My number one. Don't worry. You don't have to wait. in. Okay. I'm just going to tell you. My number one is going to be Stardew Valley. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Stardew Valley does have a deep, you know, like I didn't want to do the Civilization Age of Empires Mm. kind of thing. I'm just naming honorable mentions because those games are designed to be stopped, started again, stopped, started again. Whereas this one is kind of an infinite loop. Yeah. You can play forever. Yes. And and it and only in that way that there is a pretty deep storyline, it's amazing that one guy created this. But it's, it's un- it, unbelievable it that it kind of blows my mind. Yeah. It kind of hurts my and then when he's like I'm going to redo it and start again, you're like, "Uh, ah, hire people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I stress about you. Doesn't um, your partner need your attention?" Seriously. Yeah. But if you don't if you never played Dirty Valley you're missing out. It's a really fun, delightful small game in which you wake up and you are a uh, taking over your grandfather's farm uh, in this small town. You eventually meet all the all the people that live in the town. You right. can fall in love. You can get married. You're buying stuff. You're growing plants. You're you're raising animals. You have a dog. Exploring caves. That that's what that's the second half of this. Then all of a sudden you're like, Do you want a sword? Do you want to kill goblins? And You're like, What? And You're like, uh, I just uh, shucked some corn. I'm almost really tired. I need to go to bed. I'm gonna go kill some goblins. <laughs> you're like what <laughs> like, and ye- and then you're getting like further into the depths of hell you're like level 94 and he's like like some like fire breathing dragon or something like that and you're like well time to go to bed you gotta milk the cows <laughs> like
0: what i'm gonna the- pass out right in front of this thing and get carried home by someone who finds me the who the in the depths of somebody's in the 90th floor yes.
1: like which i really gotta look at that guy yeah. and not trust him and he's like and it took a couple dollars and uh yeah just a really interesting charming game that keeps you playing back more. So it doesn't involve the, like I was saying, the, the role-playing of a civilization. Sure. But yet the day format always goes like, and eh, one more day. And eh, one more day. 100%. It's it so encourages
0: that that cycle of like, it doesn't make the days too long either. Oh. No. Where you always have, one more day is never going to kill you in terms of like losing too much sleep.
1: No. But in I'll tell you succession. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I've never I've never had a game where I wake up and I go, oh, thank God it's raining. Okay, I'm yeah. going to go to the goblin mode. Like, yes. <laughs> What in the world is this story?
0: (laughs) It's fantastic. Uh, I love Stardew Valley, uh, uh, a game that I every so often pick back up again. And I'm like, why did I
1: put this down? I, I think I want to get it on the switch, but oh, oh man, also I don't want to, because then that is something I could take with me.
0: As long as they don't put it on my phone,
1: don't do no, that. I, I have it on my phone. Oh, you do really? It's, yeah, it's great. I, I, got, <laughs> I
0: got, I got, I downloaded Slay the Spire on my phone for a hot second and realized it was not a good idea. Yeah. So I, I deleted it.
1: You are, you and I are not gaming on our phone people and it's mo- not because we don't like it. It's because we uh, do like it. Yes,
0: <laughs> a little too much, yeah. a little too much. I'm not looking for more reasons to, to, to keep my phone in my hand. Uh, uh, Mikey, what is your number one, baby? <laughs> (laughs) number one i wanted to pick this one as number one as a testament to just how fun the game is it does not reward you for playing the game over again it doesn't ask you to play the game over again sure you can get a better score but who's keeping track i've literally never kept track of my score in this game whatsoever however i've played through it probably more than any other game i've ever played in my life part necessity and part because i just always am down to play through it again it's super mario world Oh, okay, good. It, it yeah, is, it is the game that, like, I don't care how many times you put it in front of me. If I had, if you, if you put the controller in my hands and say, "Time, time has just frozen for a bit. Do whatever you want in the world right now." I'm beating that game. Yeah. I'm sitting down. I'm yeah. beating that game. Yeah every single time not because i want to beat a score not because i'm gonna unlock something i haven't before mainly because i've seen everything there is to see and it's all fucking great and i want to see it again and that's such a testament to it just being the perfect game
1: no for sure yeah i i I totally yeah that that it that was on my list, obviously, Super Mario World is so much fun. Those first couple levels are just burned into my brain. Oh my god! Yeah, how many times have I played through that? Yeah, like I just, I, I love it. It is, you know, kind of like my number one. It's just so charming. Yes, you can't get away from the color aesthetic and the music, which we've been talking about the last couple weeks. But just like, holy god, is it very pleasing?
0: Yeah. And every time I get to a point where I'm like, I don't really remember what comes next. You reach that level where you're like, oh fucking this level, I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: like it's it's funny. My my player once watched mad men for the first time oh and nice I, every once in a while i'll walk in and go oh and she's like shut up shut up shut up i'm like oh yeah this is good this is a good part i i, I might know. need to rewatch that uh re-watch, watch it for the first time i would never finished mad men so oh yeah oh, well that wasn't even what i was bringing up but yeah like i don't understand what asmr is but when i hear super mario i kind of get it i get it i do it makes me smile just by listening to some noises i do andrew your hands are going in your pocket again what, what are you doing uh, uh there's a cat in there <laughs>
0: Okay. What? Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> um, so uh you, why don't we read uh Joe Griffin's list? Oh sure and yeah. then we'll go through uh through our uh uh our honorable mentions. And and as we said, if you have any recommendations for lists and drafts and that sort of thing, hit us up the podcast at gmail.com or on any of our social media and give your own list and we might read it as well. So yeah. uh, Joe Griffin. Uh, what is he got? Uh, he's got uh he he it looks like he picked a lot that i purposely didn't have on my list for specific reasons okay uh and he chose them for the reasons that i didn't so it's kind of interesting telltale games was is number Um, 10 like the walking dead. dead Uh, He likes replaying it to redo all the choices and see what happens. Similarly, Mass Effect. Mm. uh, um, So you can kind of like befriend different people and have new parties. I purposely didn't have either of those games or any of the games where you have to make choices that affect the outcome because I'm very particular to it being like that was my experience of the game Mm. and I don't want to see what blends in what what they've hidden like i want to believe that that was unique and tailored to me so i never replay them what
1: were those books called like would you rather the, no the the uh, choose your own adventure. Choose your adventure yes and would you ever see what else you're like oh man that's what i could have had the
0: first time i ever read a choose your own adventure i read like the first page and it's like go to page 30 and i was like no i want to read the whole book and i just read it out of sequence <laughs> Just, that might have messed up your brain and explain a lot who you are today. I think so. I didn't understand. I was supposed to go back and forth as a dumb kid. That made no sense to me.
1: Oh God. That is so funny. It's like page three, long John silver. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. What is he doing on Muppet treasure Island? You just murdered somebody <laughs> going, what the hell? One page different. It's know. too much.
0: Uh, uh, number eight, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, that great sense of, uh, of beating the game and, uh, uh, and just getting to, to complete all the side missions and beat, up bad guys, love that. Yeah, I love it. Dead Rising was oh, another one. It's rising the, now. Number one was one that I considered uh, uh, just oh, yeah? in the shopping mall. Oh, yeah. That was peak zombie for me uh, before it got, you know, the, this was years before The Walking Dead. So Dead Rising was fantastic. Uh, Tenchu 2, Birth of Stealth, Stealth Assassins. Number five, Spider Man. Understandable for the same reason. Batman, Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight or Arkham City are. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. Um, uh, this one's interesting. Four. Yeah, this one's oh. interesting because it's more about the DLC. Okay. Um uh and the expansion that GTA four made to GTA three. Yeah.
1: Okay, got gotcha. you.
0: Uh, Resident Evil two, yeah. Uh, for me, it's more Resident Evil four, but I understand that. The Last of Us Part one, um, Part one, Part one. Interesting. I think a lot of people are coming back to saying Last of Us Part one is better than Part two. I think I think there's a lot of people on that on that route. I did, I personally disagree, but but yeah. I, my
1: I'm going to be Switzerland in that argument. I'm like good. I I. It's the opposite of Alien versus Predator because whoever wins. I win. There you go. Yeah. we just love good things. I just want everyone to be happy. It's fantastic. Not uh, Abby though. <laughs> no, 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 do, 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 like, immediately take a side.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, number one uh, is Metal Gear Solid. And that one I totally get as well. Totally get Another, it. The, almost too long for me to replay. And I had such a fun experience the first time playing it that I didn't want to ruin the surprise of like a Psycho Mantis moment yes. by, by, by doing it again. But Shit. it seems like Joe and I have very different opinions on what
1: makes a game replay playable just for, from a personal standpoint yeah i agree with you because the games he's listing are games you really love but do you want to replay them no mm. yeah for mass effect seems gigantic to replay it,
0: the people who who got the the full set of mass effect one two and three and replayed all of them i'm like
1: wait
0: uh, i don't like saying this because it seems like a judgment of people spending their time poorly but like i just i don't understand how there are enough hours in the day to play those three games when there's Every year, so many games coming out.
1: I consume a lot of media. Yeah. And some people just are light years ahead of you. And you go, how How? how do you do that? How? Do you have good relationships with people? (laughs) Like, do people hate you? Do you sleep?
0: You know, like kind of thing. I think it's more the sleep thing. I think it's just, I'm going to stay up till four in the morning doing this.
1: I think it is. And then you're like, they're like, yeah, I just went to the gym. And you're like, huh? How? 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 Like... Do you ever you know, like I, I don't know, you know, people people find joy in a lot of different things. Yeah. So like that's good for them. But yeah, these are these are replayable games. Like mike Mikey's saying, there's so many more replayable games that we want to hear from you. Yep. Please let us know at Regrade Mikey, Retrograde Andy, and at Retrograde Pod. But until then, we love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Hidro and with me as always is the Bad Boy of Podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over.
0: Now if you're a real fan, you'll listen to
1: it all over again. Yeah. Is this your favorite re listen to episode? <laughs> No. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. We'll try better next mm. time. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. I was trying not to laugh both That's fine. <laughs> I'm usually better at that. That's but- well, because usually I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs>